Looking for podcasts to listen to? Check out our collection of shows on the Brothers Bear Network. First up, Brothers Bear Podcast, a comedy show where two brothers and their friend talk about everything from movies, music, and their love for everything geek. New episodes uploaded every Monday. Or 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast, where you hop into our DeLorean and go back in time with a podcast that talks about the past, including pop culture, video games, random life stories, but mostly about the movies from our past. New episodes uploaded every Friday. There's also Disney Plus Podcast, a show with four hosts talking about what's on Disney Plus. Each week we'll watch something that's only on Disney Plus and review slash discuss the movie or show. We'll also talk some Disney history, news, or related topics about Disney. New episodes uploaded every Thursday. And last, Monkey Monsters Podcast is now Monkey Monsters Midweek Podcast, a show about family life, relationships, movies, stories of our past, having kids, and arguing slash debating over which is better, pancakes or French toast. New episodes are uploaded every Wednesday. All shows are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. This is the Brothers Bear Network. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. podcast if you like 80s you come to the right place my name is max and with me always is the lovely and horror lover uh her name is chelsea hey guys how's it going i thought that you were gonna not say something else but it, it went well oh, okay thanks. <laughs> i'm still working on the intro. i'm notoriously perfect. bad perfect it's perfect yeah, yeah he is but he's learning ladies and gentlemen Hey everyone, and this is Sanch, who always is the, I'm the third leg of the double of eight, I don't know what the hell that means. The tripod. Know. Yeah, oh yeah, there you go, I'm the third leg of the tripod. Oh, dude, I love that. Hey, every, hi, there you go, see, 88 miles per hour podcast. We're the tripod of 80s podcast. There you go. Cool. Woohoo! Woo! So, so like I was okay. saying, if you are a fan of 80s music, uh, cartoons, movies you come to the right place yes so this you have come to the right place though we don't really do much cartoons but we will we promise you that we're we'll mm. be doing some stuff um but yeah so welcome back ladies and gentlemen hopefully uh you've returned i just want to uh really quickly you guys i tried to do some research and tried to find out because last week's episode or episode 54 of um we did fright night i tried researching uh, what the hell that the guy was the the servant the male servant I can't think of it. Oh name. yeah yeah yeah. And I couldn't find His anything. Lover. As, I yeah I couldn't find anything as to what he was because yeah at one point he yeah he gets shot gets shot in the head everything, but then the light like makes him melt but gooey like I I don't know what he was it was weird. It was green goo. Yeah yeah, yeah he it was like an alien but not really I yeah. guess. And then also there's it's odd. Like, from the remake to the original. In the remake, Evil Led was an actual vampire, where in the in the original he was a werewolf or a wolf. He was like a hound. something. Yeah, he was a hound of. Well, hound. 
Well, a lot of vampires are able to turn into right. wolves. I think yeah. that's, that's a yeah. I think he was a vampire, but yeah, like they're able to turn into mist. They're able to turn into oh, uh, yeah. wolves. Because in the nineteen thirty one Dracula, he turns into a wolf too. Right. Yeah. I forgot. My reference is uh, Symphony of the Night. <clears throat> I remember that. <laughs> Where and in and in uh, was it the Dracula with Gary Oldman? He kind of turns into like this beast thing. Yeah. Too. So they they're able to turn into like other than like just being like a, well, and they can turn into a bat too. You know. So they're kind of cheating. They have all this like they've got a lot of powers. Cheat. That's yeah. why they they're awesome. But that's why they have a lot of weaknesses. though. it kind of balances it out. They do. That's true. They do have a lot of weaknesses. You're right. Yeah. Like like right. garlic. That's a pretty sissy Lala type of. Weakness and I don't think they're supposed to. I don't think they're able to cross bodies of water or something like that either. Like large bodies of water. Really? That's <laughs> true. Well, okay. My reference is from that movie. Um, Mom's got a date with a vampire on the right. channel, and he couldn't go into the water. <laughs> well, that's when I talk about vampire lore. That's where I go to. You know, right? Mom's got a date with a. I remember that. One. That's funny. I really liked that one because <laughs> the daughter, the daughter's name in the movie was Chelsea. So I was like, ooh, my name. <laughs> gotcha. See, it's funny. Classic vampire. It's funny because for me. Um, with that one, that I know for your guys, that's like your guys' generation. That one, my little brother was a huge fan of that movie, and uh, he would watch it all the time. Every time it was on the Disney <laughs> Channel, because even Halloween Town, that was your guys' like generation. Oh yeah, yeah. I loved Halloween Town. Yeah, under good. wraps about the mummy. Don't, don't look, look under the bed. Was don't look scared. under the bed was good though. Which I like it reminds scared. me of the movie we're gonna talk about. Like it's that not- reminded me of this movie so much. Don't look under the bed a little bit. So, and then, uh, well, there's another one. Don't look under the bed. It was the black kid who was the bully in Even Stevens, right? And he was like the boogeyman. Yes. 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 Exactly. There's just this, where he turns his head, there's this one shot. His eyes are all yellow. It's kind of reminiscent of Thriller. And he's he's got like sharp teeth and he's just like, but I, yeah, I liked all the Disney Halloween uh, you know, made-for-TV movies. Those were awesome. Hocus Pocus, which is really popular now, that was supposed to be one of those. It was supposed to be a made-for-TV uh, Disney Channel movie, but they made it into a... It's true. Hocus Pocus release. all of a sudden is, like, the thing to like. Yep, it is. It's super popular. Well, it's, especially it's, those cosplays <laughs> that's been going around of, like, there's these three main girls who specifically cosplay as the Sanderson sisters, and they're known as the Sanderson... Like, that's their cosplay. Kind of like how now we have the whole, you know, Han Cholo, Arturitu, Princess Loca thing. Like, they have that. Like, they're huge in the cosplay. Oh, I think circuit. I've seen them. I yeah. think I've seen them. And, and their costumes are amazing. Like, really well done. Uh, they're very good. All the, all the cosplay fans right now are like, it's not a costume, it's a cosplay. <laughs> you know what's funny what about I, that movie? The costumes are great. It's yeah, totally no, it is, like... It is. Thinking about that movie is it's totally adult themes. Like it has to be a virgin, yeah. and I was like, "Huh, virgin? Like what is that?" And then I was like, got older, and I thought like a virgin was, "Oh, you've never been kissed." And then when I got you know even older, I was like, "Wait, this is a Disney channel, or this is a Disney movie?" Like, well, they also they talk about virgins in Monster Squad, and the one thing I didn't like is okay. They why did they need it didn't say specifically they needed a virgin girl they needed just a virgin any of those kids could have read the you know magical words to oh, do the spell you, yeah yeah you, you know what you're right about that because it doesn't say anywhere it's just like you just need a virgin you know is she a virgin <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah yes I will help you like 
she doesn't know French, I will help her. (laughs) Yeah, but it's, like, weird. It's, like, why Virgin isn't a specific female. It's, like, anybody. It's so weird. That's weird. But, yeah, in Hocus Pocus, like, why is that such a big factor? Why isn't it Disney movie? Yeah, for a kid, why why is that a big part of the plot? Right. You know, like why they went with that, I don't know. I don't Mommy, know. what's a virgin? But I like I like Zachary Binks because even at the end, because the, the the sister goes like, "Where were you?" or something like that. And he's like, "Yeah, can you believe it? I had to wait for a virgin to. I mean, a virgin. <laughs> I said virgin. A virgin. Yeah. A virgin. <laughs> <laughs> wait, hold on. What does this word say right here? Unequivocal. Unequivocal. All right. Look, oddly, oddly, and unequivocal. Okay, oddly enough. Four hours ago, Entertainment Weekly posted, Bette Midler gives unequivocal answer on whether there will be a Hocus Pocus sequel. So it's kind of weird that this was posted four four hours ago, but it says, (laughs) uh, fans have asked, will we ever get a sequel to the classic? You know, and it says, a few days before Halloween, jokingly, Midler jokingly tweeted that a sequel has been postponed because Disney was, what does that mean? Leaving no doubt ambiguous. Oh, okay, that's what unequivocal means. It says, um, she tweeted saying, having trouble finding a virgin. Only a virgin, of course, can reawaken <laughs> the three Sanderson sisters by lighting, you know. And people thought that was for real? I guess. All jokes aside, yes. however, Midler finally answered the question seriously during her Facebook Q&A. Sorry, Hocus Pocus fans, but it's not looking good. So someone asked, yep. is there going to be a Hocus Pocus 2? Her reply being, after all these years and all the fan demand... I do believe I can stand and firmly say an unequivocal no. Yeah, I, I thought I thought so. I don't think they're going to do anything with that. They keep making, I've looked on like Tumblr and stuff, they always make fake posters for it. Yeah. Like that, all through October I saw that same fake poster. Like people that I'm friends with on Facebook would keep putting it on their wall. And I'm like, that's okay, not real, but whatever. I, I posted it once too on, on Brothers Bear as a like mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't say it was real I just said this would be awesome like like I in if you read it it would tell you that it's not real that it's fake yeah, yeah. But, I mean it'd be cool and everything in the it's cool but um, I don't know I don't know if we need another one <laughs> I think it's, it's good on an, its own it's like certain movies and we run into this in the eighties too there's a certain movies that are right for that decade and they just need to stay in that decade and I think that's when you get into like remakes and and all the stuff like that's just like a nineties movie it works because it's got this ninety flavor and you know it just let it be yep <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, like, real, for fans listening, I know we're not doing, we're not talking 80s, but, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, we will get into the 80s, but every now and again, you know, we just randomly, the, the flux capacitor, you know, fluxes, and sometimes we end up in different time zones, and time areas, so, you know. I mean, to be real, we're just lovers of movies. Yeah, so we, we just, yeah, movies. So it doesn't really, yep. it doesn't really, fa- I don't think, you know what, since day one till now, I have yet to ever have a fan complain and be like, like, what the hell? You guys didn't even talk 80s. Like, are you, why are you talking? Like, you know, like, we've always done, even from when we did Earth One, where me and Renata, <laughs> we would talk about, like, sometimes we wouldn't even be talking 80s. And, and even now in Earth Two, we're, we're, we're like, right now, Hocus Pocus, it's a night, it's, it's seen as a famous 90s, um, freaking movie for, for like kids and family. But yet, like, and no one, no one's gonna comment. Watch this be the first time people give us a bad rating. You guys are talking <laughs> 80s. 
But it it is it is a good one. Um, I mean, uh, I I actually I like Hocus Pocus, but yeah, you're right. Like, there's no there's no call for it because like, why would they come back? Like, what would be the yeah. point? I don't. Yeah, I don't see it. Uh, I think just leave it alone. But they want revenge yeah. again. I think. I mean, I guess I would want them to leave it alone. But I could, you know, you could definitely, you could definitely uh, see what they would do with it now. They'd have them out now and it'd, it'd just be a rehash of the the movie before it'd be them you know messing around with iphones and met, you know n- all the new technology that we have now and stuff like that see but you like, know what i mean it's just it's just a rehash yeah but they, they it's like how could they do that like like because so many sh- uh stuff today have made jokes of things that are of today like someone from yesteryear are now like like saying like like for instance like the three stooges movie remember he's like i have an iphone and then the guy puts his you know it's curly he's like hello hello he's like oh it's broken i can't remember what the other thing was but oh i think it was um i love this movie it's not that big but christina applegate stars in it uh john reno he's like a medieval knight and he's like all those poor people are trapped in the tv and he's trying to get them out like so they've done all these jokes so like all they would be doing is rehashing a lot of these jokes where like with technology it just wouldn't work it ended with a happy yeah it's just it's just like what it always is you know the same kind of deal but um i think they i think just leave it alone just keep it as it is just just move on yeah move on to you know gem you know (laughs) that did so well all right yeah let's let's talk gem because i saw uh, what's not first of all i need to say that i had no idea that this movie had come out and is gone now in my head, I'm like, I was thinking that it was coming out like late November, Christmas time. I had no idea that the movie has already been gone, has come and went already. I had no clue. It's bad. <laughs> I posted about it earlier this week. I had no idea. Yeah, I, you I, know, because it says right here, like, it's funny because we have some fans, and you could tell there's, there's two actually, oh, she deleted it. Huh. Um, there was somebody, she was like a gem in the holograms fan. Uh, of the new film and but she's gone now i'm looking at the comments she's gone because she actually said some people actually like the gen uh, right i saw that but she's no longer there (laughs) probably the 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 hardcore fans like oh no she changed her name (laughs) she she, she, yeah (laughs) changed her name to well i mean she obviously enjoyed it and see here's the thing i was looking at her instagram because i wanted to see like, kind of, like, based on who... And then she's, like, a, a young girl. She's, like, you know, based on, on the age, she has to be probably maybe, maybe at most junior high. I'm not sure. Because, like, all the all the pictures of her and her friends, they're, like, young. They're, like, little kids, so... Actually, we have a lot of fans like that. Shout out to the millennials who like... What? Oh, to the young, to the younger kids, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I wonder... Hey, they're keeping, they're keeping the love of 80s alive, so... Yeah, and see, she was a fan of this. So this movie, like, probably for her, like, because that, uh, that, that was the one complaint that, that, that was huge about this film, that it was, it was really targeting only that audience. Like, those were the only people, like, like this girl who was loving, uh, uh, you know, this film. Like, that's why she loved it. Her new name is, Hey, it's Lucia 10. Um, but then there's an actual Jen and the Holograms fan who's actually a fan of the cartoon show and said movie was crap. 
And someone tried to correct you, though, uh, Max. So someone corrected you. And then there was another one that says... Uh, they're, they're wrong, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> and someone who's just a huge 80s fan said, I, don't, I didn't know that it flopped so badly. And what sucks is that, all right, fans, I know this is going to be late, but you know what? I tried to put someone in charge uh, of, of, of our video um, that Max and Chelsea, and I did some stuff, but we went out and shot uh, at Long Beach Comic Con. This was done uh, September 12th. So, um, and I put someone in charge to edit it, edit this project for me while I was editing other stuff and doing schoolwork and so on and so forth. Sadly, they never did it. So now, from all from now on, all future videos will be edited by Max. So Max would be in charge of it. But in that video, I actually have uh, an interview with uh, Samantha Newark, and she's the voice of the original Jen. And actually, in there's two interviews. There's one I did as Han Cholo. So if you go to the Han Cholo Adventures, you'll see the the interview where I I call her Yem. Um, but then I did another. <laughs> I, I do another interview with her. As just, you know, Sanj from 88. And she talks about why you should give this movie a chance. She actually... Um, she, Did she see it? Yeah, she loved it. Like, she enjoyed it. Um, that She was a fan of it. And she was tr- um, she was trying to get people to go see it and stuff like that. But hopefully, like, I, I need to be able to, like, connect with Max. Um, so he could... I know... I mean, we'll, we'll work it out. But fans, you'll see this. So you'll be able to see it. But there'll be a video coming soon. And there'll be more videos. If you, you know, follow us on Instagram, uh, you, you've already seen Max and Chelsea posting stuff. So, um, so yeah, so I, I'm not sure who, who wrote me, but I'll, I'll just believe on that right now. <laughs> but any, anyways, uh, yeah, so Jen and the Holograms, um, big failure. The one movie I wish would have been uh, a huge hit because I loved, I don't know if you guys saw it, so please give me your thoughts on this. Did you guys ever see the A-Team? With Liam Neeson, Bradley Cooper, you know, the guy from District uh, 8 or whatever, uh, District 9, and then who was the <laughs> other dude? I don't remember the other guy. Oh, and it was uh, uh, Rampage Jackson. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I never saw that movie, but one night I went to this pho restaurant with a bunch of friends in, somewhere in Westminster. <laughs> a pho restaurant. Pho. The pho is You know, Vietnamese, Vietnamese noodle the- soup for all y'all. People who don't know what pho is, it's delicious. You the eat it when pho? it's cold out. Anyway, so I went is to this pho, pho restaurant. <laughs> it's pho, right? Pho. No, it's pho. It's not pho. It's pho. It's pho. Are you pho show? I'm <laughs> You're a weirdo. Anyway, so I went to this restaurant and this pho restaurant. And um, so I'm sitting there with my friends and all of a sudden... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Rampage. What is it? Rampage Jackson. Yeah, the guy who plays Mister T in the movie. Um, he sh- he walks in. Are you fuck real? I'm so for real <laughs> right now. So he walks in, and we're like, "Oh man, that's him!" And like the movie, I think had come out, or it was right around when the movie was like out. And one of the guys I was with was like, "Hey, hold on one second. And he goes into his um, he goes into his um. Tr- uh, trunk of his car and for some reason he has an a-team poster in his trunk like <laughs> of all this yeah oh of all the things you could have in your trunk right an a-team poster and he pulls it out and he gets it signed by him That's and cool. uh yeah but i never saw the movie but i always remember that night running into that guy at that restaurant though 
He used to be a, uh, was he a YouTube fighter, or am I thinking of Kimbo Slice? No, Kimbo Slice was the, 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 the bum guy, the one that looked cool. He was on, like, yeah. Yeah, they called him the bum fighter because he looked like a homeless bum, like, fighting. Like, that's what they called him, like, I remember, like, I knew a lot of He's guys at people that time. Up. Yeah, he had, like, a big <laughs> beard and everything, and then when he finally got into the UFC, he was just bad. Like, I had friends yeah. that were so into the UFC, and they're like, dude, he doesn't have any game. Like, yeah, if he could lay a punch on you. But other than that, he has nothing. He has nothing else. Well, he, um, yeah, but he has he, no technical training. But um, uh, <laughs> oh, what you call it? But <laughs> Rampage. Um, yeah, Rampage Jackson. Rampage Jackson. He was from the UFC. Uh, but you know, I, I don't know. I was a huge fan of of the. I mean, I watched the A Team as a kid. I can still right now. I I can I, I could close my eyes and I can remember like. How excited it would be me, my older brother, and my cousin being at my grandma's house. Like we would watch Flipper because Flipper would be on, and right after, <laughs> right afterwards would be the A Team, and then Night Rider. Like there was this weird block of shows that they would show during the day for like, like even though they had the shows at night, they would show it during the day because I remember we would watch it. But like Night Rider was one of them, and and A Team was one. And I remember just being a kid in the '80s, and we loved the A Team. And then watching the show at Universal Studios, they ha- you know where my I mean I'm sorry where um, Waterworld was that show yeah well there before Waterworld there was the Miami Vice well, there, show. there was a yeah I the, remember that yeah one. the Miami Vice and before Miami Vice um, was the A Team and I have Betamax footage of the A Team show it was That's freaking awesome. amazing but when the movie came out I loved it sadly it wasn't what the studio wanted like. To be money wise, it made money, but it wasn't like huge for the studio, so we'll never get a sequel. And that's one I, I, never saw I, it. I would love to see. It was your guys' fault. It was you two. I had no interest in it. The, Me neither. The studio. I liked T. I I like Mr. T, but it was just I don't know. And I like yeah, Mr. T, like Mr. T cereal. Like I'm all about that, but I'm not interested <laughs> in. It came out, didn't it come out during a time of all these remakes? It was because I, I think it was. It like, came out in like in 2010 or something, right? I think it was 11. 2000. No, 2010. Was it 2000? Are you looking at it right now? Yeah. I'm right. Haha. <laughs> oh, was it 2010? That's when like Bradley Cooper. He didn't like. He was still. Yeah, was, he wasn't. Yeah. That was after yeah. Hangover, though. Yeah, but yeah. this is when he started to peak. He wasn't like the juggernaut what he is now. But mm-hmm. what juggernaut? His his films haven't even done like business there's that new movie called burnt or cook or whatever and it's not even oh that one well. sucked but i'm talking about like, so, like, like you know he stuff. he uh yeah he got didn't he win an oscar for the one where he's with oh, jennifer yeah. lawrence yeah you're right jennifer what was that one all right, all right. about the football playbook. no i know yeah, that yeah. one yeah there's two so far so far he has had two hits was the yeah the players book of of books or whatever and then um, <laughs> silver linings and, yeah and American the books sniper. and the books the um, books of oh books. I mean he's part of Guardians um, yeah uh-huh. American no. Hustle is that good but he yeah he's Rocket he, Raccoon yeah. uh, see and it's funny Rocket. too because mm-hmm. Rocket Raccoon see this is the part that always makes like me and my little brother always talk about this because like Guardians of the Galaxy was a huge hit but I remember before the movie came out. The big thing that everyone, like, within, like, the insiders, the people, the critics, and so on and so forth, especially just the stuff that, like, the people who would report on and all that, they were all 
saying that the biggest thing that's going to come out of this movie being Guardians is going to be Rocket Raccoon. Everybody's going to fall in love with Rocket Raccoon. It's all going to be about Rocket Raccoon. And yet, after the movie, it was all about Groot. <laughs> like, no one cared about Rocket Raccoon. And even That's though that, not true. Though. I have a stuffed Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, yeah but, but, I got one at Comic You guys love him, right? But I'm saying as a whole, what was the big thing that came out of that? It was all about Groot. You know, they had the, right. the Groot pop figures, the dancing baby Groot. Like, all this stuff. Like, that's what... Even though, yeah, all of them are... are as a whole, they're all awesome. Star-Lord and Guy Muscle Guy and... Blue girl, whatever. Girl, girl, Drax. green girl. Yeah, Gamora. You guys are hurting my heart right now. Green girl, muscle I, I, guy. I, I almost said sw- the name. Swab talker, raccoon. Bra- Bradley, Bradley Cooper was also in Limitless, and Limitless is kind of one of those movies that didn't do well in theaters, but it's got kind of like a. They're gonna make a, a show out of that. It's, it's already on. It's already I think. On. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, Chosen. what about that Hawaii movie? There was like a Hawaii movie that Kirk Cat. No, not Kirk. Cameron. Oh, Aloha, Cameron Crowe. Cameron. Yes, Aloha. I heard it's Cameron made it, and they all got left behind. Is that what happened? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really want to watch that movie with the uh, Nick Cage. Growing pains too. The oh my gosh! Left I behind with Nick Cage. Oh man. But, I think yeah. I read some of those books as a kid. Oh really? Growing pains. Uh huh. Oh yeah. It was. I think, I'm pretty sure it was required reading at my school. <laughs> I want to read the graphic novels because <laughs> they actually have graphic novels of them. And they look cool. Like, I've seen some pages before, and I was like, I really want... Because I love that, that that stuff about, like, you know, end times, apocalypse. Like, that's why, like, I'm a huge fan of 2012. I, I get how outrageous that movie is, and people say it's terrible. But I love it because it's... I just love that stuff. The end of the world, you know, the... the... I'll tell you what. I don't like that stuff. It freaks me out and scares... The only thing that I'll do is, like, zombie stuff, mm. zombie movies, but anything where it's a big disaster and everything is dying and like, even, like, when a- like aliens destroy the world or anything where it's, like, the world is ending post... Or even, like, after, like, post-apocalyptic, um, like, uh, dystopias, like... Hunger Games and things. I like. I guess I like Blade Runner, but like other things like that. I don't like stuff like that. It freaks me out and it scares me. Really? I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really freaks you're me a out. Girl. Yeah, <laughs> it's scary. See, and and for me, like, I mean, uh, well, you know what? I'll just say it now, okay? Uh, because I know Max, you had an idea to do something for this episode. And then that's when you said you retracted and you're like, nah, let's do it when we do a certain movie, genre, a certain genre of film. Uh, so then I, I picked and actually next week's movie, I'm just going to say it now. Uh, it's Return of the Living Dead Part 2. Part 2. We're skipping Part 1 because everyone watched, has seen it. They, they've watched it. We're doing Part yeah, 2. And, the, and, and, and we'll, we'll have a, the, the first half hour or, or, or 45 minutes or whatever of the episode I, I already know it's gonna we're gonna spend the whole time talking about <laughs> what Max has planned, you know. But yeah, that that's the thing. Like how Chelsea was talking about. Like for me, like for the longest time, zombie movies, like stuff, zombie stuff. Like like even even though it's not really a zombie film, but like 20, 28 days later, you know, watching the remake of Dawn of the Dead, all of that. Like it all came from the fear from this freaking movie. And this is actually gonna be the first time I'm gonna watch this movie since i saw it when i was back in fifth grade 
So, Do you need me to hold your hand while you watch it? I'll right. come over. I'll hold your hand. You should. Yeah, he might need to cover his eyes for him. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's it's um, but but yeah, it's I, traumatic. I, I was like I was like that. That used to scare me. Like the whole like like the zombie thing. Like I loved everything end of the world minus the zombie stuff. Yeah, I was opposite. I like all zombies, but no end of the world stuff. Damn. <laughs> well. Um, so yeah, so, alright, cool, so then next week we'll be doing that, uh, but this week, um, unless, wait, I think, Max, you had a shout-out, right? I do have a shout-out, so, um, shout-out, ladies and gentlemen. As you guys know, I'm a big TMNT fan, and, uh, we haven't talked about the Ninja Turtles in length. I know I do it a lot on the Instagram and our social media because we're saving a giant TMNT episode. But um, there's a really cool podcast out there called The Turtle Flakes. And it's these two guys and, you know, they just have a lot of knowledge and they love the the freaking Ninja Turtles. And uh, I've actually reached out to them to see if they can come on the podcast and uh, we just, you know, can't land on something. But Here's a call to all of our fans. Hit up Turtle Flakes, like them, and then tweet them and say that you want them to be on our show. Yes. Then uh, they're, they, you know, they'll have some pressure from the Foot Clan uh, so they can be <laughs> on, on our show. So, uh, yeah. So, no, but they're, they're two great guys. Um, they're really knowledgeable. They talk about comics. They talk about the TV show, the movies. Um, and what's cool is they actually have some... Um, some guests that were uh, part of the TV show or part of the Ninja Turtle universe and stuff. Like they had the voice of Michelangelo uh, a couple months ago and stuff. So it's oh, a, awesome. it's a, it's a great podcast. And uh, if you, if you like Ninja Turtles, give a, uh, give a, a look, you can't really look, give a here. I don't know how you say that. Check out uh turtle flakes. There you go. Give a here to it. Yeah. Give a here. There. See, you're so <laughs> smart. That's why, that's why you get paid the big bucks to be on this podcast. That's right. Every penny is worth it. Yes. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. So check out Turtle Flakes by our man, Max. Wait, what? <laughs> Just say it out loud. I can't hear you. Max, it's our intern. That weird yeah. <laughs> we're going to try to get on the podcast. Well, no, face the mic, nerd. Because he can't hear you. you got to say it over here. All right, she was saying so we have our intern here, Julia, our intern. <laughs> she was saying what happened about getting... Oh, are you talking about the, the obsession? Weird, yes, the oh. weird Ninja Turtle girl. Wait, Max said he, we were going to have what? her on the no, show? I'm going to try. It would be so cool if you did, and Max is the one who told me about her. Oh, oh I guess there's a so, girl who's obsessed with Ninja Turtles. She was yeah. like on a show of obsession or something like that. Obsessed. Obsessed, yeah. Yeah, the Cowabunga corner chick. Yeah, she's cool. She like... Uh, She's super obsessed with Ninja Turtles. Dude, we should so. try to get her for the show. She's cool, dude. too. Check her out on Instagram. She's got, like, I think one of the um, biggest personal Ninja Turtle collection. Like, she has memorabilia from the movies and stuff, and she just goes to all these um, cons and stuff and displays her her collection. She's got, like I think, like $20,000 in debt at one time oh, with, wow. with collecting Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Wait, was she like on TV? Yeah, she was on VH1 like early, early 2000s when they had oh, wow. the obsession stuff. So, um, yeah. That's intense. 
Cow, it's called Cowabunga Corner, and she has a YouTube channel. That's I, awesome. So. Well, hopefully we can get her on the show. Awesome. Yeah. All right, well, you know what, actually, man, we, we, we actually talked a lot, so I think, you know, it would be the perfect time to get into our film. So, uh, I think it was Max, it was your pick, right? Heck yeah. All right, so here we go, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time now that we get into our 80s moment of the show, our, our true moment of the 80s. So, I'm going to hand it over to Max, because Max is going to tell us his pick for this week. All right, so, this is one of my favorite 80s movies um, because of just the nostalgia factor. It's the 1989. It's not. I wouldn't say it's a classic. It's but <laughs> it's, it's 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 memorable. It's, little it's you know what? It's nostalgic. It, exactly. Yeah. It's little monster. It's pure nostalgia. Starring Fred Savage, Howie Mandel, Daniel Stern, and even uh, appearing with Ben Savage. Yeah. So um, man, I just gotta. Before I get to the plot and stuff, I just kind of have to um, share, like, my memories about this story. It's very rare do I have, like, fond memories of 80s movies because, you know, I'm born in the 80s. But uh, Uh this is, you know, it it comes out 89. So, you know, anyways, so I think I found this. I found this in at Target, right? And it wasn't even on VHS. It was, like, on DVD. But I remember it was one of my first DVDs. So this must have been, like, 2000 or something like that. And what's cool was, um, you know, have you ever watched a movie where you were the exact same age as the kids who were watching it? It just makes it special. I think, like, movies like this, The Goonies, Mm -hmm. I discovered them when I was that age. So it just made it, like, that that much more special. And uh, what kind of draw me to the to the the cover was just you know this blue monster guy, and I've always been fascinated with monsters, um, you know, and that's why I like horror movies. But I I like monsters. I don't know, you know the the slashers okay, but I, I like there's this thing about monsters where it's just like I don't know. I just love like exaggerated horns or eyes or teeth and things like that. But um, this is a true story. Like when I was like six or seven, I actually drew a comic book that was the premise of uh, Monsters vs. Aliens. Like I had a, uh, it was really inspired by like Nightmare Before Christmas. It was like a Halloween planet and an alien planet, and they come and they collide and have a monster like bash. So that that move, that animated movie, totally. Wait, wait, wait. Re- a monster bash? Like, like meaning like the monster mash? Like they actually have a party, like a bash, or a bash as in they they throw down. Like Basha, like they throw down. That was that was my comic strip when I was like seven or eight. But I had the idea, dude. And then when I saw like I, I forget when that movie came out, but when I saw that they had a uh, Monsters vs. Aliens movie, I was like, what? Oh, dude, that's how I know what you how you feel about that because um, in high school, uh, me and my buddy, we he he wanted to get into film and he wanted to get into writing, so. We decided, like, hey, let's get together. Let's like, let's write a movie. So uh, I think uh, uh, Dude, Where's My Car had just come out. I didn't like that movie, but he was a huge fan of it. But we ended up getting together, and and we started writing down a script for a movie. And, and we base we based the characters to be in that same realm because like we loved I love Dumb and Dumber. He loved Dumb and Dumber, right. but he loved like that. So our two characters. We're gonna be almost like that, like the, you're just two dumb guys. But the whole film 
was going to be about these two guys who are hungry and they just want to go get something to eat. So they, they want to go to their favorite place. But during that point to just – it's like not even far. It, they have a whole adventure just trying to get to the end. At the end of the movie, they finally make it and get their food, their favorite food of all time. And, and you know, and we wrote out a lot of stuff. And then what happened in the end, they, the, the freaking Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. And it's funny because the guys who did um, – Dude, where's my car? The guys that did uh, Harold and Kumar. But I was like, right. every time I watched that movie, I was like, that was our script, man. We had that. Though they made them smart, we we made them um, dumb. That and uh, Independence Day was also another one that I remember. I had the idea. There's like, there's just so many movies where like, like you, it's happened where I, I come up with an idea and actually I, I I don't really write scripts, but I have like little treatments and stuff. Like I right. did that with Independence Day. The cell, the one with J Lo, I even had that where, like, you know, we had to get inside the mind of a serial killer and we see everything that, you know, all it's just like, and you know, it just sucks because I'm like, man, people beat me to it, it's not fair, but it's yeah, it's I, funny because, like, uh, I made a parody in junior high called Dude Where's My Pulse, <laughs> and, it <was> <laughs> <laughs> and it was about this guy, he was, um castrated and he was looking for his balls <laughs> but like we were going around my high school uh that was in junior high that, oh, that's a junior high, high type thing oh, you're right but um like we were like seventh or eighth grade i just remember we were going around my because um, i used to make a lot of movies when i was in junior high that's what i that's what i used to do on the weekends and uh, i i they're not around because it was on my friend's camera and i doubt he has it man uh-huh. i wish i had this but um we went around his neighborhood and would go house to house and just kind of like live camera kind of jackass style. He'd go, um, excuse me, um, I've lost something. And they're like, oh, what? He goes, I, I lost my balls. And then we just run. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like ding dong ditch, but your balls. Yeah. They were like, wow, this is funny. So. <laughs> Typical junior high boy stuff. Hey. Which, but... bring, which brings me back to Little Monsters. Oh, okay. But go ahead. No, I was just going to say, Max, you actually did do something that became huge later on now. Because, I mean, well, I don't know. Well, you know what? Yeah, we can bring it up, I guess. Because I know you're. that's one thing. They're like, I can't really, you know, later on. I mean, unless you want me to cut this out, I'll cut this out. But that thing where you reviewed YouTube videos before everyone started doing it, like Talk right, Point right. and all of Ridiculous right. and all of that. Yeah, no. In like high school. Viral videos? No, yeah. Well, basically in high school, my... Um, I won't say the name of the show, but uh, in high school, uh, my cousin and I, we used to love to, to make movies. And um, we were like, and this is like 2005, 2006. This is like YouTube at its best. This is when it was still like a community, like Lonely Girl. Remember Lonely Girl? Oh, and yeah. like um, yeah. Dax, whatever Dax his name Flame, was. Dax, Dax Flame. Flame. Yeah, Dax Flame. Oh, man, I love and, uh, Dax Flame. So this is like at that era. And, um, you know, we're like, hey, we should make a show. What we're going to do? And we're like, we should make a show where we make fun of other people's videos. And then we, like, kind of reenact them and have fun. And then, you know, I went to – we did this. I did this, like – we had a lot, like over 50 episodes, I think. And uh, then I went to college and, you know, got married in junk. But um, – <laughs> Got married in junk, you know. Junk. <laughs> so, but, up oh, but then Tosh.0 came, and I was like, what a jacker. Like, what a jacker. And he, he totally took our idea. And you I was just like, that copyrighted, you know. Man, man. 
Yeah, but we had this one. My favorite, my favorite episode was our last episode we did, and um, this is after I graduated from high school. So um, I was like, "Dude, um, you you can't drink a gallon of t- Tampico juice." And he goes, <laughs> "For real?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you can't." And he's like, "Well, we should we should record it. We should try to see other videos." So we would look for videos. At this point, we were like, you know, creating plots and stuff. So. Um, my cousin ate a large pizza of uh, Papa John's, a whole one, and he came over, and I didn't know this at the time, so we're chugging a gallon of Tampico juice, and if you don't know what Tampico juice is, it's the Mexican Sunny D, so it's nasty too, um, super just thick and gross, so he, we're drinking it and drinking it, and we just start gagging, and um, we start throwing up at the at the exact same time, but the the entire time we're throwing up, we're also laughing. So like, <laughs> so but my cousin throws up so much. Maybe I'll maybe I'll take the clip and, and I'll do that. I'll take the clip and I'll post it on her Instagram. But it is like <laughs> it is a fountain. Is like it is like it's so <laughs> loud, and I've never seen anybody throw up so much in my life and it was just like like you could hear it hit the ground and stuff and we're like probably 20 20 feet away from the camera and like and the camera's not like like a legit camera it's just like a little handheld but man yeah good times gross good times (laughs) i'll post it but it's awesome yeah i think you saw it sant right yeah you did you showed me that and your uh lord of the rings trilogy homemade adam goldberg style (laughs) films like Sweden, <laughs> that's that's what like we were hanging out a lot. Like that's when I first met you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You showed me, man. I mean, I was laughing. Like it's funny, Chelsea. Like like see when he, I, it was more someone's mom that was really more into the whole Lord of the Rings. Like having you guys act it out because you could see how just from the first film because you did all three movies. But you could see how, like, little by little, you guys stopped caring about making Because it was 6th, 7th, 8th grade. So, like, 6th grade, we're like, yeah, this is cool. We're making Lord of the Rings. And then by 8th grade, we're like, this is lame. And, like, <laughs> it was like, I know it was like pulling teeth by 8th grade. And what's funny is, um, like, we were we filmed another movie, like, on, on his, because this was like his sleepover parties and stuff. But we ended up, like, like, my friends and I were just like, forget this. Let's just make our own movie, so... Yeah, that's funny. No, and, and it was just like, she was like a, a Nazi with it. She's like, listen up, listen up. Stop, no, no. Like, she was like a director from hell. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I made movies when I was a kid, like, with my friend. And mostly it was just, like, us interviewing each other as, like, different characters or imitating people that we knew in real life. And I do have this video, though, of me and my friend. Her name is Chelsea, too. This... We filmed this a long time ago, or I, I think I was probably in junior high, or I probably, maybe, I think it was 10. I was probably like 10 years old. And then after I filmed with her, I did more stuff with my other friend, because we got like the handheld camera. But this was my dad's big one that you could put like a VHS in it. And I remember just like filming with her, and she fell off a chair, and I always wanted to take that clip and like save it so I could like give it to like funniest home videos and stuff we never did it but yeah we mostly yeah we just it would just be us like interviewing each other and like making weird voices and weird crap like that is what i normally did yeah no it's i used to love making movies and it was it's interesting because um 
especially, I mean, this was like before, I mean, a lot of people know how to edit, but like when I was in high school, not a lot of people knew how to edit. And I taught myself, you know, I had a Mac and, and I just taught myself. I was like on iMovie three or four, like it was, you know, and, um, so I just taught myself, I was like 14, 15. And then once in high school, once we started doing like group projects and stuff, everybody wanted me on their teams or in their groups because they wanted to make videos. So it was like I had my choice. And, of course, I went with the group with all the girls in, you know what I'm saying? But um, <laughs> I don't know if you ever experienced that, Sanch. Like people know that you make videos or do productions and you always get hit up and stuff like that. Uh, well, for me, uh, I, I mean, it was similar like that, how you got like every time projects, let's get, let's get, you know, how Max, let's get. But it, for me, it was whenever a project required any form of drawing, um, any any art, uh, it was right. they always wanted me um, because it in my time when we I was making movies and all that, it was it was still nerdy and it was very AV and I was in the AV club in high school so um, it, it wasn't until roughly towards the end of my high school years when it got popular because of Jackass. Once Jackass appeared, they were like, "Oh no, it's cool! Like that's awesome what you're doing." But before that, it was just like. Look at this loser making movies, <laughs> AD yeah. nerd, you know. So, um, but I mean, I did the same like you guys. I was growing up, I was always filming, making movies. Like it sucks because like a lot of the movies I made, I mean, it was like we sweeted them almost. Like like we did a lot, of, and sometimes we would do scenes. Like one of my favorite ones is we we did the whole um, burglar scene of Home Alone where they appear to the end where they get caught by the police. We did the whole thing. And my friend, you know, during his stoner years in high school, recorded over it. So, uh, like, a lot sorry. of, like, we did UHF, Weird Al's UHF. We did that, like, Mortal Kombat. Like, we did a lot of stuff, but almost, e I mean, everything is deleted. Like, I only have The Wizard, the remake that we did. We did two versions of The Wizard when we were little kids and then when we were a bit older. Um, so, I, I have that somewhere on VHS where we made The Wizard. <laughs> we only have, like, a few right. scenes. But, yeah. well, sp well, speaking of which, we should we should get back to, oh, yeah, <laughs> get yeah. to the movie. <laughs> all right, listen, so, all right. Fred Savage, Little I'm going to take that segue. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess the plot is uh, <laughs> Brian Stevenson, played by Fred Savage, Wonder Years, you know, Princess Bride, all that stuff. So him and his brother, they move to a new town, and he doesn't have friends. He's the new kid. And then all of a sudden, um, monsters visit his uh, little brother's room and uh i don't know how in the most you know 80s way and it's funny because don't you like in so many of these movies like late 80s early 90s like kids are just geniuses right like you look at home alone little monsters they're able to make all these like traps and like right they're like 11 years old that's what i'm gonna say i just think it's interesting because they're like you know 11 12 years old i think kevin McAllister's what eight or nine you know, so it's just like you have these kids and they come up with all these like elaborate traps. And I'm like, yes. See, and they even try to uh, kind of give a, an explanation, not really an explanation, but the first time they run to the room, I mean, I know I'm jumping way to the end, but then they first get that little redheaded girl and then they, they go to the science room or whatever and he builds that, that flash flashlight gun. And she, right. she even says like, wow, like, how do you know so much about this? Like, why do you get Fs? Like, and that's the thing from the beginning, when he makes that whole thing with the bike chain and all that, I'm watching, I'm like, 
no way in hell I could have ever made that as a MacGyver kid. stuff, <laughs> right? Like I don't know, but um, yeah, it's just that's the one thing that really throws me. I mean, I get like everything else you could just fantasy and all that, but that just I feel like really like how does he know so much? Yeah. So and then well, he he at first he catches a because well he he found he doesn't know what it is. Brian doesn't know what it is, and he's wrestling with this thing, and he's wrestling with this uh, creature. And then his dad comes in, turns on the lights, and then the creature turns into clothes, which is funny because, like, the dad's like, here's some grown man clothes that my 12-year-old son's, you know, wrestling around. That's not weird, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What's my kid up to? Uh, But then, you know, the lights turn on and uh, enters, you know, Howie Mandel, Maurice, who is, um, you know, this is like a a buddy-buddy movie, really. So It is, yeah. And then it turns into, you know, Maurice showing Brian the world of monsters underneath the, the beds, and then we have this this crazy adventure where uh, Brian's uh, brother gets kidnapped and then he has to, to, to rescue him from the monsters. So. Speaking of the clothes in the movie, um, when the light shines on the monsters, they kind of turn into clothes. I thought that was really cool because as a kid, when you're sitting in your room alone at night, you're going to bed you might think that a pile of clothes looks like a monster. Do you know what I mean? Like when yeah. things in your, when you're a kid, like things look like a monster and then you turn on the light and they're not. Yeah. That was really clever. I, I'm assuming that's what they were going for in the movie. I think, but that was a really, I did really like that. That was really interesting. Um, they had this uh, like cool thing along the lines of that. They had this cool POV shot where it's the little brothers in bed and it's after he thinks the, the monsters in his room. But you hear like the mom and dad saying, you know, they were fighting and then they they console him. It's like, oh, there's no monsters. And then the doors open. But it's all from the shot of uh, little Ben Savage. But the shadows still make it look like there's monsters in his room. I think it's like a, a toy and stuff. But they mm-hmm. do kind of like they play with the camera angles and things like that in this movie. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, like this this film, like, I mean, it, it really like throws you right into to the mix because it really like already starts where like there is no introduction like oh we just moved here in the sense of like like it, it seems like he's been at school for a while even though it says like you're the new student here he already kind of knows some peeps a bit you know they know him like it's already like you're just going in there and then and no time wasted like it's already like oh there's monsters the first night out and then you know, he sleeps in there. Like, they waste no time into introducing Maurice. Like, that's what's cool about this. Like, it, it's just, like, right away. But then the only thing that's weird about this whole film is the whole, like, divorce storyline. It's, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's kind of Yeah, weird. that was kind of weird. They just but throw I, it in there. Yeah, I was not really expecting them to go that route in the movie. I've never, I don't think I've seen this movie before until I watched it an hour ago. But when they got deeper into the story like when they went into like the monster world and everything it's it kind of like made me remember like if i had watched it it seemed very similar so i feel like maybe as a kid i did watch it or there was a time i did but things seemed like i recognized it or something it was really strange watching it it was like i think i'd seen it before but um i don't know it just seemed familiar but i i liked it yeah i'd never seen it before in, that I know of, 
and um, the ending was kind of confusing to me, though. Oh, okay. I didn't. So you know the villain, the boy. Yeah, the boy. I don't get that at all. I don't understand that. <laughs> they just throw it. It's not. I mean, this plot-wise, you know, it, <laughs> like, and I, I understand. Like they, they need to save the brother from the villain, and right. like, they take him. That's why he goes, of course, you know. But I was like, I don't really understand the villain. Like they're all monsters. Yeah. Why is he called the boy? Why does he not look like a mon? I mean. A monster, even though the back of his head is like all brain kind of weird and stuff, which was really creepy for a kids movie. I was like, oh, that's a little weird. But I was like, I didn't. He was a very interesting character, yeah. And I didn't really understand him very well. Well, you, you guys have heard of Nostalgia Critic, right, on YouTube? Uh, you know? Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah so no, I, wa- I watch him all the time. Yeah. He he reviewed this years back, and he's kind of talked. He talked a lot about what you were talking about, Chelsea. Like. There's really no plot to this movie. Like, all of a sudden, you know, we just have this main villain. We think it's Snick, but then all of a sudden there's the boy. And everyone hates the boy, but we don't know why. And we don't know why they captured um, little Ben Savage and all this. this Yeah, and why he wants. Yeah, he just tears this movie apart. But. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know. I I watch him all the time. I'm shocked I haven't seen him. Uh, I haven't seen this episode that you're talking about. I'll have to watch it now. But yeah, I'm. It's. I like him. Like he's an interesting ad- addition to the movie. There is plot. Like obviously, like you knew. Like when I watched him, like okay, well if he stays in the world too long, he'll be. He will become a monster. And yeah. I kind of get that. And I'm thinking, is that what all the other monsters are too? Though, like kids that mm. got that stayed too long like maybe a mixture of them it's are Neverland. Yeah. what it is <laughs> what it is is there's just there's plot holes like there's actual plot but then there's those parts of, fil- of the film where there's plot holes where it leaves questions because earlier um i was talking to julia about it because we were having a discussion about it and like i was already like going over with her like what i wanted to bring up what i wanted to talk about when it came to this movie and one of the things was is that um, it's funny because, I mean, I, I never really bothered to really research and look up this film, like, learn stuff about the, the actual movie. Um, I don't know, I just never had any reason to before. And, um, the one thing is that when, when Monsters, Inc. came out, one of the things that everybody always compared it to was Little Monsters. Like, oh, it's just like Little Monsters, Little Monsters. In which, in reality, it is true that, that Monsters, Inc. was inspired by little monsters um so it's it there's an actual connection there where like the 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 people from pixar was like hey we like this idea now let's work on it in which monsters inc created a premise to have as to why they need the scare and that's what i wanted to bring up because it's like why do they do what they do what is the purpose of it because there's a scene that they they when when i think it's the second time maurice goes down there with um with Fred Savage, or maybe it's the first night when they go down there, they go to this weird, like, insect-looking guy, and he's like, he has, like, a lisp, like, hey, Maurice, how the Right, right, right. And then he gives them papers, like, here's your job. You need to go scare such and such and such. Or not scare, but go just make a moth, a muckery of everything and so on. But, like, why? Like, what is the purpose? Like, does it does it feed the world, their world planet? Like, what does it do? And why do they do it? Like, what is the purpose of that? Like, there's no answer as to that. And then that was another thing that, Chelsea, you brought up. The whole boy thing. Like, 
why is he why are they afraid of him like why why do they rip the head off of that one boy and give him a pumpkin <laughs> head like like what did he owe him like, what did he, like, yeah what did i want to know do? more about that character because i'm like i don't think it they honestly never answered it i'm pretty sure but i don't get like yeah why doesn't he look like all the other monsters why is he in charge I mean, obviously he has, like, that guy as his bodyguard, so, I mean, I understand that's intimidating, and it seems like he's got a lot of, like, you know, um, torture <laughs> devices and things or whatever. Like a room full of teddy bears. Exactly. He's really <laughs> weird. And obviously he's got all these, like, things, but I was, like, really curious about because he does, he looks like a kid, but, like, pale and, like, he looked dead. I thought maybe it was, like, a dead kid or something, but like that one, that's a kid's movie. Why would they have a dead kid be the villain? I don't know. I, I think we um, found the answer. We, we need to write fan fiction for a yeah. Oh, yeah, I could, I could make a story out of this. There's enough here. But I, um, it made me, yeah, it definitely made me think of Monsters, Inc. It made me think of Don't Look Under the Bed, the Disney movie we were just oh, talking really? about. Yeah. And Howie Mandel's character, Maurice, Reminded me of many people. Reminded me of Beetlejuice. Yes. Reminded me of uh, Drop Dead Fred. Yes. Um, yeah. Which, which all around I, the same time too. Yeah, which I think Drop Dead Fred's a '90s movie. It is. Though, it I is think. a '90s yeah. movie. It's like 1990, but it reminded me. Yeah, which is it's right around that time. But yeah, it reminded me of these characters. So it kind of was taking from those. But yeah, I was like, I was, I'm just I'm honestly sitting here. I am just pondering about the villain and i want to know it's bothering me like i just want to know more i want to i want to i need to go on the internet and like look up like what's going on (laughs) like i am like seriously i'm just like what what was that (laughs) what was that it's funny because you like see it's going back to what you said like what's the point there is no point they're just out to make sure kids get spankings and like you know (laughs) that's just like there is no point but it's like that I want like certain things need some backstory, you know. <laughs> like I need, yeah. I need some backstory to like a like a character. Like I need, I want, I wish I knew more about Maurice's character. I wish I knew all these things, but yeah. I don't, don't know them because it wasn't in the movie. But I did like also like a lot of '80s movies hit for kids back then. I like I. I know it's not good, but I, I liked that they cussed. I kind of thought that was, like, kind of cool. Cursed a, they cursed a lot. <laughs> like in Goonies. Oh, yeah. They said, I think they said, uh, they said shit a lot. They said, yeah. um, they said, I think he's, did one of them say the B word, bitch? Did they say bitch? Bitch? I don't know. Maybe No, not. they don't. They don't? They, I thought they said, like, they, something. They say like, over the shoulder boulder holder. Yeah. Oh, my example. God. I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Wow. <laughs> Which is, is that original? Because I've never heard. I've never heard that. But when he said that, I said it out loud. Over (laughs) the shoulder, boulder holder. Yeah, that's, that's intense. And he's talking about like, you know, and and, like, Fred Savage is like 12, you know, like, or 10. Like, (laughs) it, this movie is like very nightmarish. (laughs) So nightmarish to me, like for kids, like. It, I guess it falls in that same category of, like, weird kids' movies like Labyrinth, Darth, Darth Crystal, you know? Yeah. This movie was really strange to me. Like, the characters, like, when, oh, my gosh, like, when they're scaring the baby in the crib. Right. And the one, have you ever seen that music video by MGMT Kids? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of that so much because it's, they're freaky. Like, it's not even, like, it's, they're not 
going for not scary because it was scary. Like right. the the one like head that like comes up and like scares the little the baby, and I'm just like, what the hell am I watching? It's so weird. <laughs> like and, when they're scaring her, and that's what the nostalgia critic like. That's what he says about this movie. Is he's like, it's just cruel. Like it's not cruel to be funny, but it's just this movie's cruel, and it's teaching kids to like be jerks and a-holes <laughs> it's just so weird <laughs> i was like okay but yeah the and like the design again yeah, the design element of of the monsters bizarre i mean creative but bizarre like the at the very end the guy that they walk by and they ask him for directions and you know it's just an actor who's putting his head through a chair right but like i'm just like that's so creepy and weird like it's so weird to me like everything it's funny because they try to make this like world and like but i feel like the actual exteriors they i mean it's just like crates you know they're just crates like out in the grocery store and stuff there wasn't like the 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 actual world wasn't as intricate as it could have been and i'll tell you another thing it kind of reminded me of very very vaguely was that movie monkey bone (laughs) oh dude i had a friend my friend's dad worked on that Oh really? I yeah. I honestly saw I saw that in the movie theater and I really enjoyed it and I always liked that movie. I don't know why. <laughs> I still remember it, I took my little brother to go see that movie and I, I like I don't know how many minutes in I realized I'm like this isn't really a kids movie because we thought it was. No. And like we saw a mother and a kid like she she walked out with her little kid because she probably realized like this isn't wow. a kids movie. It, I me and my mom saw it and we we liked it because <laughs> it's so freaking weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, little monsters. Like, yeah, that's the one thing. Like, well, I, I don't know. I I do. I, I I try to figure it out. And I figure that um, those are probably they were originally kids. Like, all of them were kids. Like, they're not just monsters. Like, they transform yeah, that's what I was into monsters. Because maybe that's the one thing. Because like, there's that scene where after you know Fred uh, Savage, he starts to to uh, disappear or whatever uh, when he freaks out. When Brian, he remember he runs out after scaring the the baby. He runs right. off. Um, there's a scene where that that weird monster guy, the one that uh, he was from. Uh, Snick, I think that's his name, right? Snick or whatever. The guy <laughs> that's Rick Stewcoman. Yeah, Saturday, who, who Saturday, pa- uh, Nickelodeon. Yeah, Saturday where he, and Nickelodeon. he passed away. We just recently, I found out from. Yeah, he was in the Burbs. From the Burbs that you, right. you pointed oh, that out that he died, and I was like, yeah. oh man, and, and it's sad. But he goes after after Maurice, and he's like, we almost had him. Yeah, you let him go, and he knows our secrets and stuff, and the boy wants him. So when he says we almost had him, I'm wondering if that's the thing, like the that. The boy, like, I mean, if we're trying to figure something out here, maybe that's... Yeah, no, I honestly, I thought that for a minute, yeah, Maurice, like, was enlisted to try to get more monsters or something. Yeah. You know? And then more so, that's the boy wants. He just wants more monsters. Like, he want he, like, for him, you know, he's like, I just want to play. Like, I want more people. So he's, like, almost like a spoiled rich brat (laughs) where he just wants more to play with, but in which... He never does because he easily gets bored. Like a, a rich, spoiled brat, like would be like, oh, "I'm tired of this toy. I want another one. I want another one." So maybe that's what it is. Like he just wants to try to get as many of the kids to come down and you know technically play with him. You know, and that's I like why where you're going if, with that. Yeah, if yeah. they if they stay down there for too long, and so that's why. So they need they're enlisted to like you know, 
hey, this is a cool world. It's it's like Neverland. It's like it's it's literally like Pinocchio. You know, come over yeah. here and play like and then, Pleasure Island. Yeah, yeah, Pleasure Island. And if you if you play if you stay too long and behave bad in Pleasure Island, what happens? You turn into a donkey and then you get right. sent to the salt mines. And it's kind of like what it seems like this is what happens in this world. Though Maurice, I honestly believe he's like what happens is he starts falling for for brian like he, he's like oh, yeah he's like I, I actually care about this kid and that's why he decides to to protect him and help him and and they wanted to like kind of bring him in so that's where they steal the little brother and they say like all right you know if i could get the little brother we could sure get him because he's already almost transforming so you know and, and i mean maybe that's what happens and i mean i'm just trying to figure out some form of like what the yeah hell. i'm trying and it's not clear at all that's the thing like this movie just just goes and doesn't give a lot of explanation. I nope. think a lot of it is because there's it's mostly kids, you know. And going going back to know. the boy, I'm still thinking about him right now. <laughs> and um, I was thinking, why did they go with that design? Because first of all, the the actor who plays him isn't a kid, so I'm like, that's creepy, sort of. Like that that's a at the time because that actor's in that movie, Career Opportunities. With Jennifer Conley. I can't remember his name, but that's not a eighties movie. Frank Whaley, right? Yeah, yeah. Who, he's in who? he's in, uh yeah, he's in pulp fiction he's and very he's youthful. in um, he still right. looks he is youthful, yeah. Yeah, he looks but like I was a thinking, kid. he looks like a boy. <laughs> yeah, but at the time though, like he wasn't a kid. Why did they get him to it's so weird, like how come they didn't go with like a maybe they didn't want to be typical and not have it be just like a big, like scary monster? Maybe that would have been too scary. I'm just still like like trying to figure out why they went he, with he a, a dead-looking kid who isn't really a kid played by a kid. I'm just like right because he's like in like Catholic boy clothes. Yes, like, yeah. Why is he? Yeah, why is he wearing that? Again, let's try to put some. I, I love that we're trying. Actually, more me. I'm trying to put logic into this goddamn movie. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. But knocking, maybe, I'm not knocking the no, design. No, I, I did enjoy it. But. What? If, what if this? What if? What? Let's. All right. Let's think of this. What if he was in a sense like Michael Jackson in the sense of like he's in he, he's an adult monster. But that's why they call him the boy, and that's why he wears the schoolboy outfit because he wants to still be a little boy, and that's why he wants playmates, and that's why all his that's things creepy. around are like oh, toys. Oh, you just got under creep territory. Oh, that's creepy. That's creepy. So, so <laughs> I don't like it. I don't I'm, I'm like seriously that. gonna write some fan fiction on this. Oh it, no, it's good. There's some good material. Okay. Do backstories oh, no. of Maurice and and expand the universe. Freaking A, I think we need to have an expanded universe of little monsters. Yeah, I agree. Start start on that now. I'll get, do it. Get to it. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's you the think only... think I'm playing? I'm playing. That's, that's <laughs> the only thing I could think of is that the little boy is... He just wants to be in his youth, and that's why he wants... You know, he's not a boy, oh, but he wants to be a boy, and that's why he looks like that. I, I mean, I don't know. It, it's just, why did again, they need... Oh, his brain thing in the back was, like, not... Man, that was, like, not kid friendly at all like face melts like oh it's just like wow i mean a lot of 80s movies like that that for kids were not obviously like good for kids back then yeah but man i was just like this is intense for children like this is nightmarish the when he pees in his drink when he oh yeah like no way would they ever have that today (laughs) no No oh yeah i was watching it it's buzz it's buzz from home alone yeah back to home is it really yeah Yeah, it's it's the same actor that's awesome. 
So yeah. But yeah, I, I was mean, thinking, yeah, there's a lot of things they wouldn't do now that's in this movie. But what I liked about this movie, because it's Acid just trip. like, it's... Yeah, it what do you like just, about it? It was so cool as a kid. Like, I just, like, it's one of those movies where I can go back in my memory and remember why I liked it. Like, and and I used to watch, like, Wonder Years and this at the same time. Like, Fred Savage is, like, really cool, you know? Like, he mm-hmm. he's, like... I don't know, like, he, there's just something about little Fred Savage where he was so, like, adult-like, and he was very articulate, he's kind of like a little, you know, John Travolta type thing. He, he's a good, he, he's a good little actor. Yeah. Like, for sure, when he, I mean, I don't know what he does now, I guess he's in the Because if, if you think he's about it. Grinder. He's on the show right now, currently yeah. with Oh, uh, but yeah, he's a good, like, when he was a little boy, when he was in, uh, you know, Princess Bride, and, and this movie, and Wonder Years, Wonder I, Wonder he's Years, a good, good actor little actor yeah a kid. and and, and if you think it. about it this movie's carried on him and howie mandel and like yeah it, so i wasn't i was like probably an adult by the time i figured out that howie mandel and i was like what deal or no deal like that's him like yeah to this smell. day i can't see it like it the makeup doesn't look like howie mandel there's nothing about maurice's character his uh design looks like howie mandel so like to me you know, it even makes it like Maurice more believable because he doesn't look like a guy in makeup. He actually looks like a monster. I'll be and- honest though, his the horns that came in, which look awesome, very cool. But whenever they would wiggle when he would move, <laughs> I was like, oh come on, come on! Like they're cool. Like he looks good. But when he would, yeah, when they would like wiggle with him when he when he move his face, I was yeah. like, oh come on, yeah, come and on, man. There's like there's a scene where like Snicks, um, his hair like moves, his his wig moves like up yeah, and down. Yeah, is that when he's when he's talking to the little boy? The yeah, boy when he rips, hands? He rips. Yeah, I was like, is he like in a in a like a uh, like a um is that a hood? Like, or is that his hair? Because it would like move out of his like face. <laughs> yeah. So no, but like. I just remember being like one like I knew it was a kids movie when I was watching it, and then I remember like, cause you know how you watch movies and then you as a kid but you don't really understand what they're saying until like later on or something like just watch it right, and I remember I saw this movie probably like five or six times, and then that time where Maurice like pants (laughs) Fred Savage yeah, and then the girl goes nice ass. You know, like I was like, oh, that was what I said. That's the thing that I was thinking. Yeah, not, that um, I was like, wow, they said that they said ass in this movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my gosh! Like I had to rewind it three times because she doesn't say it clearly. It's kind of like muffled yeah. and stuff. And then I actually put on the captions on my PS2 back in the day. That's how I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very like. PG thirteen movie, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's it's because it, yeah they they say they say the s word a ton in this movie, and I mean it, I don't know mm-hmm. it it is a very adult themed you know you got parents dealing with divorce you know like you have the scary images of the boy and all of that like it's a it's really well you know you know I was thinking not to get really deep but maybe all of the stuff with the monsters and having to battle the monsters maybe that's his internal feelings of his parents' divorce, uh, you know, that's maybe like how he's Like where the wild things are? Yeah, kind of like it's like a metaphor. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm really trying to find something with this movie. <laughs> and I'm just going to say that that's his dealings of his parents' divorce as a kid. That's how he deals with them. And it's in his, you know, 
that's how he deals with it. So yeah, I, I gotta admit that I really love what we're doing with this episode today because um, we're we're all we're all very much about trying to like we're not really even reviewing the movie, talking about our favorite things about it. Like we're literally trying to bring logic into this film, like trying to truly figure out what this movie is about and what what you know their their concept was of this film like that's all we're doing is it's just trying to figure out what the hell this movie is who's the boy what's the plot why do they scare what are the what's it's, their job yeah it's just it's a lot of images and like it's all there and i'm trying to put it together to make it you know have sense to me yeah because yeah i was watching it just thinking okay i i see what they're going for here but uh, you know what I think about too? My pet monster. Oh, Do you remember yeah. my pet my my pet monster? I was thinking about that. Like maybe what year was my yeah, what that was like yeah, late eighties, early nineties, my pet monster. No, the, it was, the plush. Well, I mean I, I was know, I got mine in eighty seven. That's when it, I got it, my my pet monster was Well that's late that's late eighties. You're talking about the movie, right? Well, I mean, I'm uh, talking about a, my there was a doll. My pet monster is in my car right now, actually. That's what's funny is my my pet monster's in my car. Um, they had a movie. It came out yeah, they TV. had a movie. They had a cartoon movie. Oh no, and then a live action movie. It was a live I action, but I think yeah. it was first cartoon. I could be wrong though. I I can't remember because I would watch the cartoon. I didn't really like the movie. Um. So yeah. So freaking. I don't know. This movie again. It's weird. I. I, I mean. I love. I. I still. I love this. Growing up as a kid. Um. Uh. From you know, even watching it now was just nostalgic. Like again, there's there are there are horrible flaws in this film, and we've talked about it that we don't know why. But I mean, it's an easy concept. It's like seriously, it's like you know, monsters, you know, cause issues that why kids get blamed for stuff. Because I mean, you know, I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but like I remember there was this one time uh, we I was we were trying to go to school. And my mom's like, come on, let's go. And I couldn't find one of my shoes. And I'm like, where the hell is my shoes? I'm like looking everywhere in my shoes. And I remember we had, we were using for a laundry basket, we actually had uh, like a trash can and there was like a lid with it. Like it was all clean and everything, obviously, but we would put our, our clothes in there. And the lid was on the floor. And I remember I lift, I, I lifted the lid and it wasn't there. So I, I just dropped it back down. I'm looking over. My mom's getting mad. She's like, come on, we got to go to He's like, I have to take you guys to school. I'm going to be late to work. You know, come on. And I'm looking. I'm like, I'm serious. I'm looking. He's like, did you look here? He's like, did you look right there? And I lifted the lid and the shoe was right there. And I, and I was like, it was not there. My mom got all mad. And it was like that move, moment where like it shows all the kids, especially that weird kid with the glasses as my favorite <laughs> kid. But it, it, it's like, they're like, I, I, you know, who did this? No, you know, and all that stuff. And I like, like when they ask that blonde girl, her dad goes, if she wants to go to military school. <laughs> and and her was like, face. That was really bad. I'll take a lie You know, as a kid, like, I, there was a point in time where I thought, maybe there's monsters under my bed. Like, maybe that's, you know, as a kid, you think they're in your closet or they're in your under your bed. I never thought they were in my closet, right? Yeah. I thought, okay, maybe there's a monster in my bed. So I remember telling my mom, I think there's monsters under my bed, Mom. And she, 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 she came up to me. She goes, Chelsea, there's way too much crap under your bed for a monster to be under there. <laughs> and from then on, I go, you're absolutely right, Mom. You're totally right. There's way there's too much crap logic under my sense. bed. It's, <laughs> that's, you're right, Mom. <laughs> What's funny is it probably didn't motivate you to clean up. Nope. Probably... I jammed way more stuff underneath there. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mummy <laughs> came so in my room. <laughs> As you were a kid, what was like the scariest thing you guys were scared of? Um, for me, it was Freddy Krueger. I was very afraid, but I was like four years old when I first saw that movie, so that really scared me. And I, I would have actual nightmares of Freddy Krueger, so that was my fear. Um, I didn't like, <clears throat> I hated the dentist with a passion. It scared me, but my mom said that, well, and I also, I didn't like, I hate, okay, it has to do with Disney, two Disney things. I hated going to Disney, or I liked going to Disney on a kid, but I hated all the, like, rides that were for kids like the dark rides like um snow white and peter pan was okay but like snow white and mr toad and any of those hell no i didn't go on those and then my mom said that i could never finish any disney movie so like i could watch it but when it came up to the point where like like pinocchio for for example whenever it came to the point where the whale i the whale freaked me out so bad monstro Hmm. i never finished it so i'd always I'd be like, okay, I'm done with that movie, moving on. And then I'd play it and then stop it because I couldn't watch it to the end. And then I'd, I'd keep going. I would never watch the ends of movies because they scared me. Do you know, like, um, <laughs> have you ever had, like, a fever and you had, like, crazy dreams? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this is one of, like, my earliest childhood memories. I was probably, like, four. I remember I it was at my old ho- house, and I was five when we moved. So I had to have been three or four. But I just remember I... I I had a fever because I, I remember waking up and I was just drenched with sweat. But I remember, like, um, it's a weird dream. I remember there was, like, this haunted house and all of a sudden the Mighty Ducks, like, the live action, you know, like, Conway, <laughs> Bombay. Sweet, yeah. They, like, came up to me, right? And they're, like, on their blades and they came up to me and were looking all scared. And I'm like, why do they look scared? And then I look up to the haunted house and gargoyles, you know, from the cartoon show, like, broke out of its shell. But then they turned into vampires. Uh-huh. And then, it was, like, it came down at me. And I just remember I woke up and I was just, like, it was, like, it was, it had to have been my first nightmare. And I just remember, I, it was, like, that, I was four. Like, it, to this day, it was traumatizing. And I just remember, like, yeah. Wow. You're weird. I, <laughs> was there anything was there anything you were really scared of as a kid though that like you were freaked out at? I didn't like Chucky. Uh-huh. I didn't like Chucky. Um <laughs> just the thought of something small and even I I'd be in high school and still have like crazy dreams of Chucky. It wasn't <laughs> like and it would be like I was it was more like I wasn't running away from him but I'd be fighting him, you know? Yeah. And uh, things like that. I I didn't like Chucky. Um <coughs> You know, I didn't like my aunt's <coughs> Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, I think it was Chucky. Um, I Like you, Chelsea, I, I hated this, the Snow White ride. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that was I the was worst. terrified. My dad, uh, <laughs> there's video footage of, uh, this is before my sister was born, so again, same age, three or four. But um, there's footage of, we're still on the ride, like we're on the car, and the camera is on the seat, and it's pointed up because it's the Snow White mural. And you just hear me just crying and crying. <laughs> and my mom's like, it's okay, Maxie. It's okay. It's okay. What a little baby. So, like... There's this picture of me um, when I was, like, probably three. Of my, mo- my mom would have me take pictures with, like, almost every character at Disneyland. And... So there's a picture of me and, like, Chip and Dale, and, like, I'm happy and everything. And then there's another picture of my mom walking 
she her she's not facing the camera. She's walking away from Beast in, in you know in the big mm-hmm. costume, and there's right. me you know looking for you know over her shoulder, freaked out. So she's walking away, and I'm like freaking out because Beast is behind me. They don't have <laughs> Beast anymore, do they? Like I, that's they not very often. They don't have him out a lot. But as a kid, I mean, because the movie came right. out right. around that time when I was like little kid. So, but yeah, I was oh freaked out because he's so big you know yeah that's terrifying (laughs) (laughs) all right cool well i mean i i i guess for since we're at a certain point of time because i'm looking at the time um we should probably get close to wrapping it up now on the for for sure the movie uh i i would still say watch it for for those of you at home listening or in your car work whatever uh check out this movie as much as we are horribly confused by it. It's it's still a fun movie to watch. I don't know what uh, what your ending thoughts on this are. My, my thought is, I'll just say really quickly. Yeah, go ahead. I, I've kind of said most of what I believe, but if you're in bed and you're scared and you look under your bed and you think it's the monster, it's probably just a pot, uh, you know, plot hole. So, move <laughs> on. <laughs> well, I guess like there's a few things. Again, this I picked this movie because at the time I was this age i was you know fifth sixth grade and i thought it was awesome um because i was like i was into monsters i loved you know i wasn't bad but i was you know i was a little mischievous so the, the whole idea was cool but um i mean we didn't even mention this the fact that like old kevin and oh no yeah kevin arnold it's like old kevin arnold and Ke- young Kevin Arnold oh, were in the right. same yeah. movie. His oh, dad. Yeah, it's yeah. So weird. Like, yeah. So. Also, a dude caught on fire in this movie. I just want to say that for a kids' movie. A dude <laughs> oh, caught yeah. on fire. <laughs> so it's crazy. Have a nice sleep, kids. And Watch this he, guy catch on fire. Yeah, Ben Savage in it, and uh, Fred Savage, Ben Savage, they're in it, and then um, you have Buzz. You know, it's cool. And then you got you know peanut butter and onion sandwiches. You know, that's yeah. Who eats that? That's just a movie thing. That's so stupid. So it's weird. It was like, it, I, I was like, is that a Ninja Turtle flavor topping? It seemed like a, but um, yeah, I mean, again, I think, you know, Fred Savage, this, he really makes the movie and Maurice. I, we didn't talk about Maurice that much, but as a kid, I thought he was hilarious. You know, it's kind of like that humor, especially when he's like baseball cards. I like baseball cards. Got him, need him, need him, got him, got him. And then he like grabs his junk and then he goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why did he grab the junk just like Beetlejuice? He's like, got him, got him. Well, he's, you know, need him. I don't know. He's He's got his uh, junk. So it was as a kid, you're like, that's funny. <laughs> you know, you're like, he's making a uh, junk joke. So. So, yeah, just a little stuff like that. But uh, I think, you know, actually Howie Mandel and uh, Fred Savage actually do a convincing job of being friends. And it doesn't come off weird. It actually comes off genuine. And when they say goodbye, there's actually like a touching moment, at least for me. I'm like, okay, it's it's believable. Yeah. And then they get real. And then they get off to let. Yeah, they're in California, like out of out of a homeless man's, uh, like I guess <laughs> a, some, a, a beach bum, basically. Yeah. No, it was like his, his not even a bench. It was a it was, cot. It was like yeah, a cot. like he was yeah. sleeping out on the beach by himself. Like he was like a beach bum. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, and he comes out, but it's just cool how like they could travel all over the world and. Every time, like, there's one, he's like, oh, let's make it. And then someone's like, ouch, ouch, ouch. He's like, oh, I guess, you know, sun's already up here. And they're, like, trying to make it. And then finally, somehow, 
his finger stops like the the magic or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. And it, I mean, I don't know. It's a it's a fun movie, we're but then we're hey folks, we're making it up as we as yeah. we go, just like the people who made this movie. So. Yeah. Though it makes me wonder if, like, they ever, you know, rekindle. Like, again, like, they could just meet together the next day. It's like, though, it sucks because, like, the parents are like, where are you guys? We're in California. Like, California? Like, how'd you get out there? Like, how they're going to ever explain that? Who knows? I don't know. Right. They never, like, finish up. Like, did the parents get back together? Did, you know, it it just ends. It just, like, it ends on a cheap It's literally a freeze frame. That, yeah. that moves the angle, and then you just see credits, and then it slowly fades away, and then we the, got the awesome song. The way, oh, I'm, okay, last thought. The way that this movie begins and ends, really weird, because it begins with this slow title of Little Monsters, and it's like a piano piece, like really gentle, and it looks like, it's like, it sounds like scary. The, the score of like Forrest Gump. Like, no, to me, it sounds like very like. Really? It was eerie to me. Like, no, it wasn't eerie. It's it's it felt more like emotional and heartfelt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, it has a weird beginning, and it's Little like you don't. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, oh, it, no. it begin. It's this whole movie's weird. <laughs> yeah. And then and then the end just like ends with a, a cheap joke, and you know, so yeah, I don't know. And then they go to California, and then they go and participate in Super Smash Brothers three. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, Super Mario Brothers. I, yeah, that's a whole different story. All right, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, for a whole nother time. So there you have it. This this week's pick was the 1989 film, uh, the 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 Howie Mandel and Fred Savage vehicle, Little Monsters. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll be closing up shop here. We got some final things to do uh, before my final song of the week. But before that, I know you guys are gonna quickly say some stuff. Uh, what what do you want to say, Max? <laughs> Well, thank you, Chelsea. Uh, usually, I do a uh, music vi- or no, that's you. What am I talking that's, about? That's usually, I do- <laughs> usually, I don't do a music video re- review. Um, usually, I do a video game review. But uh, this week, just wanted to share a couple pickups I did. Um, Eighty, I'll keep it eighties related. So, um, since the summer, I've been on Craigslist. And, um, you know, maybe I've done this like maybe twice a month, but seeing, um, seeing what, what, what video games are out there. I'm, I've been finding that, you know, yard sales are the best right now. And I was at this one yard sale and the guy had a, uh, he had Ninja Turtle figures and I used to collect Ninja Turtles and that's the figure like uh, action figures. And that's how I got into the Ninja Turtles was, you know, the action figures in the cartoon, but these were the soft heads. And, um, that's how, you know, they were from the first line. So I picked up a Donatello and Casey Jones action figure for, uh, two bucks each, which was not bad. And cause they go for like maybe 15 bucks loose and stuff. So these were the soft heads, which was pretty cool. And, um, so yeah, I've been going out into, uh, yard sales and i've i found a couple gems um but maybe i'll i'll talk about that next week i found a video game that was worth 250 bucks and i got it for 25 and i'll talk i'll talk about it next week awesome cool all right so i guess we'll we'll mix them together we're gonna mix this week's um 
uh, music video look back and uh, song of the week because it's the exact same song. And uh, this week's what we're going to do is gonna, I'll just name it what it is as what I knew it as is uh, the Talking Heads Road to Nowhere. Um, this song is uh, is off the album Little Creatures. Huh? Crazy, huh? Little Creatures, <laughs> Little Monsters. Maybe that's why they used it. I don't know. For sure. Uh, the music video itself. We're still looking for meaning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the music video itself looks like uh, like if you if you know the P- Peter Gabriel Sledgehammer song. But I mean, it's the same director, so that's probably why. Uh, I, it's it's just a weird video. Again, if you watch this video, there's it makes no sense, and it's probably why they made it for Little Monsters because the video makes no sense. It's just a bunch of people having fun. It's a fun, enjoyable video, but it has no makes no sense. And the song, I love the song, and it's the closing credit song. I've loved it ever since then. It, I, I mean, whenever I hear this song, it reminds me of two things. Uh, reality bites when there's a graduation video where it shows all these students mm. walking down to the you know graduation like when they're and it says we're on a road to nowhere that and this film um, it's a great song that's gonna be my song of the week uh, uh, for this week is road to nowhere so so yeah so uh, all right it's so a right. subliminal message from the creators yeah yeah, road, yeah seriously <laughs> it's like it's a road to nowhere oh well done that was awesome nice. all right cool so. <laughs> So there you have it. Make sure to follow us, like us, subscribe, uh, leave us comments, everything on iTunes and all that stuff, you know, Instagram and everything. And uh, so, yeah, so hopefully, uh, please, you know, comment, do all that stuff for us, uh, you know, just interact with us, say hello. I know people have. I've been seeing that. Um, So, yeah, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So you guys say your goodbyes before I close this out. So next week, in honor of Thanksgiving, while everybody's eating turkey legs, we're going to be talking zombies, you know, flesh-eating zombies. So it ties in somehow, because I know I'm thankful for zombies. So stay tuned for next week. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. All right, cool. So we, you know, we had fun, you know, scaring the crap out of babies and putting peanut butter in foam pieces and, you know, putting mud on shoes and for some reason walking across one way but then having the other foot walk the opposite way which that never made sense in the movie i don't know why it's so dumb like but you know they find joy out of it and and you know max peen and an apple juice cup you know uh uh so yeah so but other than that you know we gotta head back up before it hits daylight or we'll turn into some little monsters so you know to get to california we gotta hop into our delorean and travel back to the future
Eve has become a night of fabric. Quit shopping red costumes and run amok. Amok! Amok, 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 amok. Oh, we need just one child. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.